Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. It's me, Dora. It's still giving Mario. <laughs> That's because Mario always says, It's a me. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, that sounds much better. What kind of name is America Chavez? Oh my god, the ice pack resting on my neck right now is dripping into my cleavage. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> um, um, we are coming to you the night after having seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and it was so good that Fran <laughs> twisted her neck reacting to it in the theater. No, that's not what happened. Now, no, it's not. I love when you just say lies for the sake of it. Well, I love um, to lie. You love to lie. I'm, a, I'm an you, anti-hero, much you, like Wanda Maximoff. And yet you insist on everyone believing women. <laughs> yeah. Eye roll. Yeah. Um, well, what kind of a liar would no, I be I, if I didn't want people to believe the lies? If I, I wasn't convincing. Anyway, Just like Wanda in the beginning of the movie when she was giving folklore and then all of the sudden she was giving Evermore. And we're going to talk about it today because this is Like a Virgin, the show where we give yesterday's pop culture, literally yesterday, because that's when we saw the movie, today's takes. I'm Rose Damu. And I'm Fran Toronto. One division, one, one division. Once again, the songstress of this podcast. I honestly wish that my voice had the power of the guy with the tuning fork <laughs> so that every time I sang, you exploded. I would die. Yeah, you died. <laughs> Hey Rose, how are ya? 
Uh, oh God, I'm so sick of being asked that question. Um, uh, how dare you? You know, the vibes are the vibes are not quite vibing. Um, the vibes are off. The vibes, the vibes are significantly. The off. vibes are significantly off. But you know what? I'm really looking forward to um, being in New York this weekend. By the time this episode comes out, I will be uh, uh, in transit to New York City. Um, because I'm finally going to be taking advantage of my Christmas gift from Mix Fran Torado, uh, who got me tickets to see Into the Woods at New York City Center, which I'm very excited about. I've been hearing such good things about the production. Starring a one starring, Sarah Bareilles? Starring, starring Sarah Bareilles, Neil Patrick Harris, Heather um, Headley as the witch. My God, Sarah Bareilles, when she wrote Love Song, she came on this bitch mad as hell. Like, she, she really... She did. did you, you did know you why, see she wrote, that why she wrote that tweet again recently? Because you, it's definitely become part of your um, lexicon more <laughs> as of late. I, I honestly, I don't know why. I mean, I think it's one of the funniest tweets in it, existence. It is. That it's, it it's is. a Christina. If you haven't, just Google, you know, Christina... Bitch mad as hell. I actually think Twitter if people don't know what we're, we're talking about, about, I don't want them listening to this podcast. Yeah, you should already. <laughs> if you know. don't know, if you don't know, you're excommunicated. Um, but yeah, no, I've been thinking about it that a lot. And I mean, Sarah Bareilles, do you know why she wrote that song? Love song. Yeah, was it because she was in love. No, it was because her label at the time really wanted. She was like writing about a lot of things that like weren't love, and her label was like, "Well, no one's going to really care about her music until you write." about love if you write a love song oh, so she wrote she wrote a song that said i'm not gonna write you a I'm love not gonna song because you, you ask for it wow which is her iconic. mind and it is a and, very iconic song and it's also very it's very joni mitchell too because joni wrote music that was critically acclaimed but not commercially viable and her the people in her camp really wanted her to succeed more commercially. And they were like, you need a song for the radio, Joni. You need a song for the radio, the radio, the radio. If it's not on the radio, you don't matter. And so she wrote, you turn me on, I'm a radio, because of that. And to basically making fun of capitalism and like and the radio. Wow. We love art that was created through trolling. Um, so... Yeah, very excited for Into the Woods. Oh, um, I was actually going to tell you, if you want to see A Strange Loop on Broadway, they've reached out to us um, recently. Zach Stafford, who produces that show, said they would love to have us. Oh, yeah. So, maybe I would go see that Friday night. So if y'all have not heard, A Strange Loop is this amazing, amazing, very black, very queer show that just raked in the most Tonys this year as of today uh, of this recording. Um, 11 nominations, as is the case with every Tony season. There's always like one play that just kind of sweeps because, you know, Broadway is dead. Um, not to, of course, devalue the win in any way, but the Tonys made history, though, to nominate the first trans person to get nominated for an acting nom. Uh, Elle Morgan, I think. What's her name? Let me. Yeah, what else am I going to do in New York? Well, I have an Airbnb in bed so hopefully I will turn it into a sex dungeon um, within gorgeous. hours of arriving. Um, <laughs> I will be eating a lot of pizza. Um, 
and bagels. So lots of bread generally. I'm going to be there. Um, Saturday is Charlene's birthday, Charlene Incarnate, who has an iconic oh. episode of this podcast about Jag a Little Pill. If you haven't listened to it, you definitely should. Um, it's Char's birthday, so I need to find out what she is doing. Um, hopefully she has some kind of show. I, I would love it if she was doing her brunch with Tyler Ashley, Baby T, which is... If you live in New York City or ever traveling there, if you are looking for a daytime drag show where it's literally like two queens giving shows nonstop for like f- three or four hours. Um, broad daylight. Broad absolutely daylight. Blitzed. Like blitzed. stomping on the tables. Like that is the, in their the that is the drag show. And you, everyone in the world needs to go at least once. And it has come a long way since it started at fucking Bazaar Bushwick. Do you remember Bazaar? Yeah, I do. I do. That it, place was it, a it, fucking and, mess. I hated it. I, I don't know the. I don't know what the venue is now, but yeah, Baby T is. I think like legally one of the eighth wonders of the world. Yes, it's at um someplace in Dumbo. It's a a restaurant that's owned by some very nice lesbians, and it literally like Charlene just kind of like jumps from table to table, you know, doing like macavity from Cats. It should not be missed. And it's like kind of, always kind of announced like a little last minute. So definitely, you know, if you live in New York, don't miss Baby Tea Brunch if you have the chance to see it. And if that's not happening this weekend, which I think it probably would have already been announced, I will find some way to see the dolls in addition to seeing um, <laughs> Sarah Brellis. Fran, you sent me a very dangerous text today that I was really yes, unhappy with you about, which is, and then I went to check my email and saw that I had gotten the same message from you, which is that the Essence private sale is happening. And <laughs> I screamed, cried, threw up, took a shit, um, and then threw my phone because I'm really trying to do a no buy month. Um, oh, oh, good luck with that. I've been, <laughs> girl, I've been somewhat successful so far. I'm just, just in that, in that single sentence, I know that you have not been um, successful. You're right. But how much was that purse you brought to the record this I'm weekend? I'm returning it, so it doesn't matter. Oh, are you returning it? I am it returning it. it it's a literally warm. packed in a box. The private sale looks so good, though. Like, Heaven is, by Mark Jacobs is, really is on sale, and like, there's some Ghani stuff that's on sale. I know. Sale. Stop saying it. But I Chet, made... Chet Low, which is never, it. ever, ever so, on but sale. But I, I made... I made What I'm trying to do is I'm adding things to my wish list. I'm like being intentional about what I actually need versus what I just want. Because I did this the last time Essence had a sale, like two weeks ago, where I only wanted one thing. And then because the sale was happening, I bought a ton of other things and then ended up return- not liking and returning everything except the original thing that I bought. They're going to come for us with the guillotine. No, but we're not rich. We're just stupid. Um, <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Like we are, we're living outside our means the same way that everyone is. Um, yeah. So I, I'm asked Fran to do something for me somewhat recently, which was, um, you know, Fran is kind of my go-to person for if I'm like waffling about whether or not I want to buy something, I will send a link to them and ask their opinion. The, mm-hmm. the problem is that I've started just not sending you things because I know you're going <laughs> to say no, and I just buy them anyway. Um, so 
<laughs> find a friend who can hold you accountable and actually make them hold you accountable. So I'm going to start doing that um, in earnest. I will. I will. But help. I've been I pretty will, good in that be I have been you. not really buying things. I've been returning a lot, and I also I like made a rule for myself about getting takeout and like eating out. And last week I cooked or made every meal at home Monday to Thursday. That's like my new rule. Oh, that's dope. I love that. But I'm going to New York this weekend. So obviously a lot of this is going out the window. It's going out the window. Um, but it's travel. It's travel. It's vacay. It's going to have so much. You're going to have so much fun. And and really for me, it's more like the not spending is, is more about saving money. So as long as I'm like saving the amount that I want to save every like paycheck or every month, like then it's all good. And I'm just trying to like curb the shopping impulses so that like, I can save more on top of that. And, you know, as long as you have a plan and a budget and it works for you, then you're good. You know, queer people, we as a community have money trauma. And that money trauma manifests in an absolutely against all odds, like completely irrational inability to ever look at our bank accounts not once. But you like, know that what, I yeah. cannot look at I my bank it. account. I hate it. Like to save my life, I, I, if, if I look at it maybe like once a quarter, and every time it's true. So I have um <laughs> I have a separate savings account. I use this app called um, Digit, and what it does Ooh. is it. Tr- this is not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, but would love for it to be. Um, it's yeah. an app that tracks your income and your spending and automatically takes money out of your account to add to a separate savings account Ooh. at like five days a week, which is great because it's just like savings that I don't have to think about. And like, that's kind of like my like vacation slush fund and just like whatever. Like if I ever have like a, a like a big purchase that I need to like pull money from something, like that's where I'll take it from. Um, and then everything else just gets saved. Um, but Every time I open it to, like, if I want to pull money out, a, like, notice comes up where it has, like, all of the other times I've done that and what my bank account balance is. And what I do is I, like, when I pull it up on my phone, I, like, cover the top half of my phone (laughs) with my hand so I don't have to see it. Because, like, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. And, like, honestly, like, back to the shopping thing, truly what I'm trying to reconfigure is that... I shop when I'm bored. I don't shop because I need things. I shop when I'm like sitting on the couch and I'm like, what am I going to do? So I pull up the Essence app or like go on Nordstrom. Or it, it And like I end up not liking or caring about or actually using the things that I buy. So I'm just trying to like break those habits because truly the worst thing that ever happened to me was that I attained a level of economic stability where I had more disposable income and instead of saving it I started spending it so now I'm trying to tip it in the other direction okay love that I really wish I had had that app because I think if I had been maybe monitoring my bank a little more or been more mindful about it, I wouldn't have been in New York this weekend with a bouncing credit card. I, I, I My credit card got declined multiple times oh, no. and while I was unfortunately, traveling. It was very humiliating. Unfortunately for me, I got an email from American Express this weekend telling me my credit limit had been increased. Oh no! But you know That's what? Bad news. That, but you know what? That just means like that is good for me. I'm building credit. Um, I now have... I'm not like putting anything else on my credit cards and now just like... I have more um, 
I have a lower usage now because of that higher limit. So I think I like a lot of this is really ugly what we're talking about, all the shopping stuff. But I do think that a lot of people I know, millennials, queer people, marginalized folks, like we are not taught the realities no. of of our finances um, in any meaningful way. Um, you don't learn this in school. You don't learn this in college. We're thrust out into the, into a world usually with tons of debt um, and, and are never why- taught how to manage it. So if we can kind of like, like talk about this together and figure the, these things out for ourselves, then I think that's a good thing. And that's why we have, that's why none of us have 401ks. None of us have, you know, savings accounts. None of us have, like, credit. <laughs> none of us pay our taxes. Like, we weren't taught to do any of this shit. Um, and we are, are, are the queer commune basements that we live in sure as hell aren't teaching us either. Not that either of us live in a queer commune basement. No, Speaking but maybe we should start. Experience. But maybe we should start one. If you would like to <laughs> be part of the Like a Virgin queer commune basement, um, slide into our DMs at Like a Virgin 42069. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Actually, while we're at it, can I just quickly say, because we usually say this in the credits, but like Pride is coming up, which is a big, huge eye roll. However, Pride is a huge opportunity for this podcast, Like a Virgin, and you, the virgins listening at home, are the number one asset to help us accomplish our dreams and aspirations. So please recommend this podcast to your friends this Pride season. We would love that. And that is like the number one way to like, you know, get our show to pop off. Um, or you can slide into the DMs. You can follow us. You can yeah. share whatever. And if you have a podcast and you want to have us on it, we would love to do that. Um, if you are writing a list of your favorite queer podcasts and you want to include <laughs> us on it, you please put us on do. It. But truly, just like keep listening, keep vibing. We love And we you. will have some surprises for y'all very soon. Yes. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required at your portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. 
That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google GetMy750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! No one would be talking about Doctor Strange 2 if yeah. it weren't for Wanda because I didn't I never even saw Doctor Strange 1. Yeah, same. I, I was like, oh, this is the this is one of the Marvel things that I just have no interest in and will never see. And I only even watched Doctor Strange recently because I knew that this movie was coming out. And I can't remember how you felt about it, but I found I really liked it. I loved it. And I have to say now, in terms of like the MCU at large, like Doctor Strange is very high in the ranking of my favorite superheroes. And also, just like imagistically, I think the visuals of like Doctor Strange's like powers and like the illusions that and optical illusions that <laughs> happen, it's very like um I spy level like optic illusions that uh, we're seeing um are really gorgeous. I think the dissonance for me is that I like Doctor Strange's part of the MCU. I like the magical part of the MCU. I don't necessarily love Doctor Strange himself. And even in this movie, I found him kind of boring Mm. and just, like, very reactive to everything that was going on. And, like, uh, this movie was about Wanda for me. But I I, I like that he is our entry point into the more magical side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I will also say the jokes for the first Doctor Strange movie were much better for him. I I also agree. Like, I liked him a lot better in his first movie. And here he kind of... I mean, didn't fade necessarily, but like it was about Wanda. It was was about about Wanda. Wanda. And I think some of the... So let's... I, I think... Before we get into everything, let's give like a kind of TLDR of yeah. just what we thought of the movie generally. Yeah, yeah, um, and maybe the, a loose premise as well. Um, sure, if if you can even like, you are the one to do that. Yeah, okay. So loose premise of the movie is in the chronology of Marvel, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is f- like basically kind of a sequel to WandaVision, the really? TV show for sure. Um, and also, obviously, a sequel to the first Doctor Strange movie. In it, Doctor Strange is now, you know, 
uh, well, I guess actual. Okay, so the two things that I think set this movie up the most are WandaVision and Spider Man No Way Home. Yep. Because Doctor Strange in No Way Home has had his first run in with the multiverse mm-hmm. um, and, and did not go well. Did not go well. And so in this movie, Doctor Strange um, encounters America Chavez, who is a girl with the power to travel between multiverses. And she is being chased by what we ultimately find out is Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, Mm -hmm. who wants America's powers so that she can get to a universe where the children that she created and lost in WandaVision um, exist. Yeah, and she can be reunited with yes. these fake children, essentially. And so that drives the whole plot of the movie is Wanda chasing Doctor Strange in America through various universes, causing all kinds of mayhem, killing people left and right. Truly killing. Like, Just brutally murdering them. people. Like, it's cuckoo. Um, I And yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, my overall impressions, I, I thought, um, we went into it you know, I had read a lot of sentiment that was not very nice. Like, I think a lot of Marvel stands were feeling a type of way about the movie and feeling like it didn't live up to the hype. And this movie is also, I think, a year delayed. It was supposed to come out last summer. And so, you know, there's a lot of reasons for people to feel like they have been on the edge of their seats for something that promised a lot and didn't get what they wanted. However, I had a ball and I thought I really liked, you know, the movie. Um, I think that, um, not to start off sour because I really did like the movie, but uh, I think I came away from it feeling kind of like, you know, fine in the way that I feel about a lot of movies, a lot of Marvel movies. Um, like, um, I don't know, like, I think I, I sometimes when Marvel movies get uh, super formulaic, I tend to forget a lot of the details and I don't get that invested in the characters. And this one was kind of that, but also just like Wanda. It's like all I care about is Wanda and every time she was on screen, which was most of the movie, like I was invested. Yeah, it does. It is a movie that really, I think maybe some of the criticism is that it is not a movie you can watch as a standalone film. But, like, Mm. is any Marvel thing something you can watch standalone at this point? Like, you can only understand this film if you have the context of watching WandaVision. Like, some of the things I've I've seen people saying are that, you know, Wanda is... you know, just like a, a flat villain, and like you don't understand from the movie, like her motivation. But like the whole point of WandaVision, the TV show, was to set up this arc within the MCU. Yeah. Like her motivation is WandaVision. All of WandaVision. And honestly, the emotional stakes are not there if you haven't watched it. Yeah. WandaVision. And literally, all you need is that moment. The first moment Wanda's in the movie when the WandaVision theme song plays. like amazing needle drop. Oh, my God. It was so incredible and so evocative. And it immediately, I, I, it brought me back to the show and I understood exactly where she is. Mm -hmm. Um, And you get it. Like, you get the, that show was all about grief and her letting go of her grief for vision. But, like, I think it did transform literally into these children that she created and when she lost them like and now that she has all this power at her disposal she's gonna do whatever she has to do to get them back i would also argue that like most marvel characters are flat 
sorry. Like, and I think that the performances of the prestige stars that they bring into these shows and movies are the things that ground the characters in an emotional reality. Totally. Well, well, um, Elizabeth Olsen ate this movie. Absolutely. Like, no question. Like, she, to me, was just as, like, fierce and complex as she was in the TV show. I think it was kind of um, unnerving to see the level of her villainy as, like, what is being set up to make her the big bad of, like, future movies, I think. Um, And I I also, um, I felt like... uh, I don't know if we necessarily... I feel like we saw something new from Wanda, too. I think that's something I appreciated. Is like, there was a a level of violence um, and a level of mania from Wanda that, you know, was unsettling. And it felt earned because we've seen glimmers of it before, Mm -hmm. like, in Endgame when she, you know, goes after Thanos and he says, like, he has no idea who she is. And she says, you will. Yeah. and we saw moments of it. I, I rewatched a, the first couple episodes of WandaVision last night. And the moment where she realizes that Monica Rambeau has, like, invaded her world and, like, turns and, like, throws her out. Like, mm. this has all been seeded. And I do think that Wanda's level of villainy in this movie is earned by everything we've seen before. Um, and it's actually just really fun to see the creation of a villain because I think one of the things Marvel does well sometimes and not well others is makes the the villains really engaging mm, and fun. I've never thought about that. That's so true. And also tries to give them a little bit of depth. Like I do think in Infinity War and Endgame, like Infinity War especially – Thanos is kind of the protagonist of it. Like, Mm -hmm. it really does the work to make you understand why he's trying to kill half the people in the universe. Mm, Um, And so WandaVision is Wanda's villain origin story. Yeah. And now she's the villain. Yeah. And, and, you know... She's a tragic villain. She's an anti-hero in a way, but she is the bad guy. And we root for her. Like, yes. she's fully, like, decapitating people and, like, blowing their heads off. And and we're like, yes, work slay, queen! You know, like, it it really is that. Um, okay, so uh, we've talked, we, we've overviewed the, the movie. Have you given, you, you really loved it. You liked the movie, yeah? I liked it a lot. I thought the pacing was pretty good. It's very short for a Marvel movie. Which I also it's appreciate. It's, like, around two hours. <laughs> And um, I think that's probably good because I wanted more Wanda, which means that I enjoyed every moment she mm-hmm. was on screen and never felt like there was too much of her. And and we wanted so much that we did, yes, in fact, wait in the theater for the post-credit scene. For praying, both, both post-credit for scenes. For both post-credit scenes, like Boo Boo the Fool sitting there, humi- the humiliating experience of sitting through minutes of rolling credits holding in my piss so that I can watch a less than 30-second clip that basically spits in my face. Maybe there's another universe where you don't have to piss. Okay, whatever. The post-credit scene, you know, I don't... There's a, The second post-credit the second scene one is, is, so a, dumb. is a trolling. It is, it's, it's, it's a, a troll. direct troll. It's a direct troll. It was not... It's a slap in the face. It was not as bad as when they just rolled the Doctor Strange trailer, um, the Multiverse of Madness trailer from, I guess, from Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um, but it was still insulting. Um, and so, you know, to that I say, how dare you? And I don't know if I will ever wait for another post credit scene again. There are some things that 
not not like fully didn't work for me, but that I think could have been better. Like as I said, I found Doctor Strange like a little boring at times. I just anytime we were spending a lot of time with him, I just kind of wanted to get back to Wanda. I also thought I America Chavez was good. Um, but I think I, I think she should have just been an adult. I think they should have just aged her up. Like I, I don't understand why she needed to be a teenager. I was telling Rose I really hate most things that are like, here's the story of an adult and a kid. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just, I, it's never entertaining Well, it felt me. like she had to be a kid um, so that Doctor Strange felt like he had to protect her. Yes. I mean, that said, I think it's really amazing that they're putting America Chavez in the multiverse, into the cinematic multiverse. Um, and I I have to say, like, you know, America Chavez is, like, a really dope character of recent conception. That was the first Latin LGBTQ character to lead a series. The series was unfortunately canceled after one year, but it's written by this phenomenal, amazing writer, Gabby Rivera. Um, and, like, I just felt like... A comic series? Yes, mean? a comic oh. series. Sorry, sorry. R- r- paper comics. Imagine that. Um, but yeah, I, I I, felt like it was not something that I was expecting. However, it must be said that America Chavez, as a name for a character, is Cho Chang levels of offensive. Like, it, it's just not a good name for a character. And it was written by two white guys. So, like, I I just, we needed another name for her but girl. But I, I do love that she has um, lesbian moms. Yes. Who were featured in the movie, although yes. she had immediately <laughs> killed, killed them. them. <laughs> Talk about barrier gays. <laughs> it's with the MCU's like, oh my God, look, representation. And then let's have their own child murder them. Because she got stung by a bee. Well, the other thing is, like, it was giving Bridgerton. It, it really was, but what they did also didn't really address America Chavez's own queerness, even though she was wearing a rainbow pin on her uh, denim jacket. But is jacket. that because she has lesbian moms, or is she queer herself? I, she is queer herself. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Great. She's, but they didn't. I mean, I or maybe she doesn't know that yet in this universe. I don't know. It was just literally never addressed. Um, but I, 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 I also want to say. Unfortunately, that I don't feel like Sochil Gomez, who plays America Chavez, was amazing. Like, and maybe it's she's, because it wasn't really okay. her movie. Yeah, but like, but I, I do it, think they're setting her up. I was watching a TikTok last night that was saying that they're setting up a Young Avengers eventual thing oh, cool. that America Chavez is like canonically part of, as are Wanda's children. Cool. Um, and I think that's also probably what what um. Kate Bishop, who is the new Hawkeye from the Hawkeye show, is part of. Okay. So um, I think these are, like, this is how Marvel works. You know, like, something is seeded in a movie that eventually becomes its own thing, like, four years later. I was kind of wishing that they had cast um, Isabel Merced instead, who played Dora the Explorer in the the live-action remake. Well, (laughs) I mean, wouldn't it be great if Dora the Explorer just was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there are literally like tentacled demons like coming out of the multiverse and you, then all of a sudden it's me Dora like <laughs> and like her power is the backpack or something uh, backpack that I uh, just like a quick aside yeah maybe she sings things and it like hypnotizes people yes okay okay I'm I'm writing this um but I have to say also um just as a quick aside the Dora the Explorer movie the live action remake was amazing like really, I seen it. No really plans underrated. Dora's performance is phenom. I lolled 
on my own in this theater all the way through it. Who plays Phenomenal. Doris' mom in that movie? I'm looking. <laughs> but it I up. don't think it was. I think it was. No, I, I don't think it was. It was. It uh, is. Yes, it is. It's Eva Longoria. Okay, I was like, uh, um, have you ever thought about like the slant rhyme of Dora the Explorer? It's like you either need to say Dora the Explorer or Dora the Explorer, which most people I think say the latter. But it's like, I mean, proud of you for that slant rhyme, but it just doesn't sell it. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. My favorite moment was when she 
goes to attack the place where all the sorcerers are. I don't know what the name of it is. And then she's, like, trying to get past their shields, and there's a crack in it. And then she, like, goes and, like, invades the mind of one of the sorcerers. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of, like, appears behind him and, like, comes out to the side. And she goes, run. It's It's so so good. good. It's so – and, like, moments like that, to me, pulled off – a villain that isn't flat. You know what I yeah. mean? A, 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 a villain that is, like, dynamic, that and is, like, fun. engaging and fun. Yeah. And, like, even though, you know, I feel like some of the kind of plot devices in this movie are, like, kind of, like, you know, they're just, like, fine. Like, it doesn't – it didn't really matter to me because she was selling it. Yeah, you know? and she was witchy, which yeah. I loved. Like, I yeah. – and they – I think they made a lot of – they they put a lot of emphasis on her being a witch and like that being different than the sorcerers. I it's just you know because like the the idea of a witch has all this like loaded cultural context. Um, and Wanda is very much by the end of this movie when she finds the the temple to her and like the demons and stuff. She is. The Scarlet Witch. In her zhuzh. Even, I think, more so than she was at the end of WandaVision when she's, like, floating in the air and, like, transforms into her new outfit. Oh, yeah. That was just the beginning. Truly. Early MCU, they very much doubled down on the idea that anything magic was just a science that we didn't understand yet. Like, that's always kind of what they said about Thor. Um and all this other stuff. But now it's it's like it's literally magic. Because magic is a huge part of the comic books, and Wanda is one of the most powerful magic users, specifically in the Marvel universe comic books and movies. If not the most powerful, which is like I guess the question that we're is running through a lot of the minds of people that are now going to be affected by Wanda's like insurmountable power. Yes, because we saw it in this movie because she cleared everyone. Yeah. Every single person who came up against her was not a match for her. The only, and again, obviously spoilers. Big spoiler. Wanda is the villain and the hero of this movie because she was the only one who could defeat herself. It must be said also that while Wanda is enacting this horror and using the powers of the Darkhold to kill the superheroes of the Illuminati and destroy buildings and, like, chase America Chavez, she is wearing Old Navy jeans. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like Madewell skinny Henley. jeans, babe, like, like, fully because, like, she's in mom gear. And, yeah, like a Henley or, like, a, a, a thin hoodie. Like, it and, was very... And I, yeah, and I love when she's chasing them. You can see she's all injured and, like... Yeah, yeah. And, like, um... It's only like because she's in her mom form. Yes. And it's only through sheer force of will that she is able. And even still, like Christina was at her lowest, fat, nasty, and broke. She came on this bitch mad as hell. That is very much Wanda's energy. Exactly, Wanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved also, I love her like black fingers from using the dark hold. Is that what it is? That what it is? Yeah, because Agatha had those in WandaVision. Do you think if I go to Pampered Hands, I'm like, can you make my fingertips black? Literally, I mean, that is kind of a beauty trend slash, isn't it also like a spiritual thing? Thing, like people who are Buddhist. It's probably do. appropriate. We don't need to get into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but in the movie, it's supposed to be a sign that, that the Dark Hold is corrupting Wanda. It also kind of, we also find out it's corrupted Doctor Strange in different universes. 
but he uses it to kind of help save the day, and it also leads to him getting a third eye at the end of the movie. Yeah, which is like the big kind of cliffhanger, I guess. Um, and then in the post credit scene, we got... We got her. We got Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron is in the Marvel Universe. I did a little digging on what character she is. Ooh. So Charlize is playing Clea, who is a um apprentice of in the comic book, she's one of Doctor Strange's apprentices and later his wife. <gasps> so Charlize is not coming in as like a cameo. Like she I, I she I think is going to be a big part of the next phase of Marvel. It's astounding that she's not already in the MCU. I know. I kind of thought, like, wait, has she been in one of these movies yet? I thought for sure she was in a DC franchise or something. No, but I guess she I just, hasn't. That's crazy to me. Um, but she, I mean, she, I, I'm ready for her. I'm ready for her. I'm ready for Harry Styles. I would like to I see John. I think they need to get her a better wig I would for, like to for, see... her, for the eventual movie, though. I thought she looked actually really, really lovely. She looked good. I loved her purple cut crease yeah, eye moment the purple that was um, I, I'm ready. I, I hope they bring back John Krasinski. Do you think they're gonna do, or do you think they killed him permanently? I kind of feel like it was just a gag. I think Lord. it was just for this movie. Well, I was telling you as well, like the the kind of four members of the Illuminati sons, Doctor X, are kind of like Marjo. Oh, I forgot one one other one of the other oh, members yeah. is Peggy Carter, right. who is in in a couple different universes became Captain America. Well, she became Captain Carter instead of Steve Rogers. And when they all died, um, I was just like, I was like, hmm, Captain UK, tuning fork guy, Fantastic Four member. Like, these are all Marvel reject superheroes. But the way so it, Wanda killed them was incredible. Iconic! Incredible. In, my, in her old Navy. I don't, believe in in the gl- I don't believe in the glorification of murder, but I do. What is the Gaga quote? Um... I, I believe in the glorification of Old Navy jeans, of, of 4th of July discount t-shirts, and um, um, Bermuda she, she said She said, I don't believe in the glorification of murder. I do believe in the empowerment of women. That is exactly how I felt watching Wanda <laughs> kill person after person. Like, I think one of the early scenes when she attacks the sorcerer, she, like, turns someone to dust. Yeah. And it's yeah. great. And yeah. I think obvi- and I think maybe um if she's like she obviously thinks that this is all justified in the grand scheme of things. I also think maybe if you're thinking about the multiverse and like all these infinite universes, like these lives are kind of meaningless because there's trillions of zillions of chameleons of of b- b- billions of people. I would love to get into the multiverse of it all because this movie was hot on the release of Everything Everywhere All at Once. As Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> reminded us yesterday. Yeah, you were telling me that Jamie okay, Lee Curtis I is to, dragging. I need, to, I need to pull up the, <clears throat> Basic, the quote. Uh, TLDR, Jamie Lee Curtis is dragging um, the uh, multiverse of madness saying that it's a flop and that everyone should go <laughs> see Everything Everywhere All at Once instead, which is like these movies have nothing really to do with each other outside of being multiverse movies. Yeah, um, all these headlines are saying Jamie Lee Curtis starts feud with uh, with uh, Doctor Strange which is too. Not, it's so not she so she said, is it just me? Does it seem strange that our tiny movie that could and did and continues to do number one movie in America and is truly marvelous <laughs> out marvels any Marvel movie they put out there and then she tagged um, everything, all everywhere, all at once. 
Um, that's barely a she drag. Also said that's that, so tepid. That everything everywhere all at once um, has a deep beating heart and brilliant visual treats as well as extraordinary performances and fantastic beastly fight scenes. And it costs less than the entire craft service budget on Doctor Strange and or any other Marvel <laughs> movie. Which I'm sure is true. There's no reason to pit them against each other, TBH, but it is obvious. I mean, ob- no one's going to say that everything everywhere all at once is like not as good as, like, the Doctor Strange movie. You know no, what I mean? No, I would say, like, it's a better movie. Yes, it's a, fun- it's a fundamentally better movie, yeah, obviously. But there, it's it's apples and oranges, It's babes. apples and oranges, but it's anyways. It's different universes. But, but anyways, the reason I invoke everything everywhere all at once is because I, I kind of want to examine, like, the function of a multiverse when it, like, is in these, like, cultural objects because they also just watched um, the first season of Russian Doll for the first time. I had never watched it. I tried watching it multiple times. Did you ever watch it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't remember anything about it, but ba- basically the prem- I, re- I remember the premise, but the, the Russian doll is like um it's like um groundhog day but kind of girl bossy, you know, <laughs> like it's like I wake up I kind of live the same day over and over again and die in inconspicuous ways. And she finds her kind of a match. Basically, she finds someone who is going through the same thing and they try to figure out together why they're stuck in this kind of Groundhog Day scenario. But they do encounter a kind of multiverse wherein many different selves are going throughout their days and dying in different ways. And they're trying to together figure out why this is happening and what the consequences of their actions are in each universe that they kind of decide to do stuff in. Um, We're in, I don't know, I think that when I like pull these all together, it's like the multiverse in something like, I think the, the, the thematic question of the multiverse in Russian Doll is kind of like, how do you um, reconcile trauma, I guess, trauma, mm. To, to talk in a Jamie Lee Curtis way, um, through, like, living through past selves or trying to think about, you know, future selves or, like, other universes or whatever. It's kind of a, yeah, it's about, like, re- the reconciliation of trauma. And then with maybe everything everywhere all at once, it's more about, like, happiness, like, fundamental well, happiness I think, with life. I, I think everywhere, everything everywhere all at once is about choices and yeah. how the choices we make have all of these different implications on our life um, and can lead us down all these different paths. And, like, it's very human to think, what if I had made this choice? Where would I be? Um, And I guess I would say in Doctor Strange, like, the multiverse, I I don't know, there's not... I I think we can be generous and find, like, a deeper thematic meaning, but, like, it's not really there. It's a plot device. I think it was very similar to Everything Everywhere All at Once thematically. It's like, if if you could be happy in another universe, would you? But I think with, with with the Multiverse of Madness, it was kind of more about grief. Because he was mourning the loss of his lover, and Wanda's mourning the loss of her children. And they're trying to figure out if this bizarre universal like plot twist that they can manipulate is something that can you know heal that yeah they they're really just looking at the multiverse as a tool they're looking to escape their own lives into something else and they don't care about the about the repercussions of that because even early on in the movie someone i forget who maybe it's doctor strange maybe it's america chavez asks wanda well, when you get to that other universe, what are you going to do to the other Wanda? Yeah. And she never answers it. Yeah. And, like, we do find out, like, she l- abandons that other Wanda in the weird, like, 
middle dimension, the yeah. purple middle dimension. Yeah. Um, she doesn't really care about her other she selves. She doesn't care. And it's because really, I think as we learn at the end of the movie, like, Wanda, like, kind of hates herself. Yeah. And, and she thinks that having all these external things, having her children, will heal her in some way. And then that's why, like, another version of herself giving her that grace and that reassurance is, I think, what ultimately, like, lets her let go of all this pain and and see the pain that she's caused and be like, no more. And I think that pain and the emotional stakes of the movie, I think I kind of... I'm seeing now more and more why people didn't like this movie. Because if you haven't, like, WandaVision to me is about grief. Like, period. Like, the whole the whole arc of the show is about her dealing with and coping with and learning how to, I guess, navigate or circumnavigate, like, what grief feels like and how the denial that comes with that. And... This is like being the the final stage of that overcoming grief feels a little flat because it's only one stage as opposed to the entire um the entire like trials and tribulations she had throughout Westview. Yeah, well you just can't fit that all in a movie and no. like the movie really, you know, the movie is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Wanda is not the star of it, even though she is the star of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe Wanda will get her own movie eventually, maybe in the next version of whatever the Avengers is, Wanda will be the Thanos. I don't really know. It's interesting because, you know, again, spoiler alert, the movie ends with Wanda seemingly dying. She destroys this temple and, like, it collapses Obviously around her. Obviously she didn't Obviously die. Obviously she didn't die. She's coming back in some way. Um, I do still hold out hope that she will be the link to mutants because we know that, that X-Men is coming into the MCU and Wanda obviously is a huge part of X-Men and like mutant. She is? Yeah, Wanda is. Because she's Wanda the... originated in X-Men. She's the daughter. I of, didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, Wanda, Wanda's the daughter of Magneto. She and. She's the daughter of Magneto. Yeah, she and Pietro, her twin brother, are both mutants. And there have been lots of theories about, like, because there's a really iconic comic book series called House of M in which Wanda alters reality by saying no more mutants. Mm. Um, And so people, like, were theorizing that maybe in WandaVision she was going to create mutants or, you know, but obviously, like, we're seeing in WandaVision that somewhere in the Marvel multiverse mutants exist because, because we have Professor X. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit tomboyx.com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Did you ever read Cheryl Strait? No. Like, advice columnist? No. She wrote Lamb, Deer Sugar. Uh, she also wrote... Um, that movie that Reese Witherspoon was in? Yes, wild. Thank you, Phoebe. Um, okay, so she used to be, like, one of my favorite writers, and she has this essay where she talks about a ghost ship life, which is essentially, like, in you know, as you go down the path of your life, or rather the sea of your life, it splits ways when you make a choice, and one of those ships is a ghost ship that you maybe think about. Like, if I had gone to this college, if I had had a baby, if I had decided to marry this person or whatever. And um, I feel like that is something that we all thematically deal with. Um, Rose, what is, like, your primordial ghost ship? Well, I hate to be really obvious, but what if I hadn't transitioned? Really? But I think about it all the time and I don't mean to get like deep and emotional on this podcast where we're talking about a Marvel movie but you know um transitioning for me and I think for a lot of people is a choice that you make I absolutely could have lived the rest of my life not as a woman without I, medically transitioning even yeah and it is the most active thing i have ever done in my life it was the most active choice i've ever made it's something that once i admitted to myself that i was a woman um because i think a lot of different people have different experiences of transness and gender and some people really do feel like they're like we're born in the wrong body blah 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 all these other things and like i you know i don't want to go like too deep into my experience of gender. But there was a moment in my life where I had had this realization about myself and I knew that there were two paths in front of me and one of them was, um, you know, 
following through on this and transitioning, and one of them was not. And I do think a lot about what my life would be like if I hadn't made that choice, and I think I that's kind of dangerous. Um, of course. And, and it's honestly a choice that I don't, I truly don't think I ever could have made because I know myself enough to know that once I had um, admitted that to myself, I never could have been happy in any other life. But it is a fucking trip to think about. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, it's... Uh, I know Wanda and the Multiverse of Gender, like, would watch. <laughs> um, but I... Yeah, I, I feel like there is definitely... Especially when it comes to gender stuff, and especially when it comes to, like, how culturally we've conflated, like, medical transition with, like, the experience of transness, which, like, are not, like, you know, intrinsically linked. No, like, because it's it's a, it's a kind of a given that, yeah. that if you are trans, you will transition. Um, and that's not everyone's experience. Not everyone has the privilege to be able to transition. Um, and I don't think you need to medically transition to be trans. It was a choice that I had to make, and it's, like, not always – helpful or like productive for me to think about like the what if of if I hadn't and like I don't want to to live in that universe but I don't know if I was given the chance would I at least want to like peek at it and see what it would be that sounds really dangerous because like obviously life is so much easier as a cis person and not that like in this, like, whatever, if I have these superpowers, if I, like, found that out, like, what if I had the power to change it, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to know if that's something I would even consider. Yeah, because it's, like, it's, like, torturous, you it's know? It's so dangerous, and that's yeah. why, like, even as a thought exercise, this feels, <laughs> it feels really weird. Um, but I do think it's, it's, like, important for me to, for me to say, because I, I, like, know that a lot of queer and trans people listen to this podcast that like it is activating your identity like living your truth blah 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 being on your journey whatever um you know forming yourself out of clay in the way that queer and trans people do is a choice you make um and something that you have a lot of agency in and if you are able to do that like that's so fucking cool um, that we get to make ourselves. And, of course, you're always going to think about the what if, what if, lots of things. Um, and just know that you're not alone in that. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of, like, what you're talking about is, like, a big reason why it's, like, so difficult, whether later in life or when you're not necessarily on a kind of binary spectrum of transness, like, on the needle of transness between, like, boy and girl. Like, we usually think it's, like, either all boy or all girl or, like, directly in the middle. And, like, some people are, like, actually, you know, in between those kind of two spots. And, like, for me, when I think about about, like, my transness or, like, where I am on the spectrum, I feel like my ghost ship is, like, if I had had access to trans stories at all in any mm. form when I was young, would that have changed who I am now? Because now I'm at a place where, like, medically transitioning in any way sounds really taxing and heartbreaking. And now that we are lucky enough to have models of transness that don't necessitate medical transition, I feel like there's a version of me that I can be. But, like, you know, I was, like, in first grade, like, writing in my journal that, like, I'm a girl or whatever. And, like, you know, Same. We, I didn't have – yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows? Who Literally. knows where we would be? Because the thing is, I transitioned at the point in my life I did because – 
it was the advent of trans visibility and all of a sudden it was oh this is something i could actually do wow, there, there really? are mechanics for it and i am the same in that when i was like one of the most validating parts of my transition and like coming out to my family was a lot of people in my family saying, oh, you always told us that you, when you were a kid that you were a girl. And it was, like, great wow. to feel like I wasn't, like, gaslighting myself in my own mind so that I'd had that experience. Because, of course, I have a lot of memories of that. But to have the outside validation of it um, was really important to my transition. And who knows – if when I was a kid and I had told them I'm a girl, if they had understood what that means the way that parents today do, who knows who I would be, you know? I mean, and meanwhile, my uh, my um, first grade bully, Charlie Krupp, which is a very good bully name, by the way, found my journal that said I am a girl and, like, read it to my entire music class in first grade. And then I think my my parents eventually found the journal too and were like what the fuck is like they they made i just was at a very early age made to believe that like what i was thinking about my gender which like you know was probably just a latent understanding of like my gender fluidity and like who i am now was totally like pushed and pushed and pushed under like all of this shame and it's like if that had never happened you know, who would I be now? I don't know. But I, I do think, just as you're saying, like, to all the little virgins out there who are thinking about this, like, it don't flatten your ideas of transness and don't, like, overthink the medicalization of transness and don't, like, pressure yourself, you know, to fit into a certain box or to mirror exactly what you see on screen. Like, your journey is your own and, like, all you can do is, you know, talk to loved ones about it and keep journaling about it and, you know, yeah, explore all the options. But also, like, options. don't live a life of regret. Yeah. And, like, as I said, once I the, – the night – and I can pinpoint it to a, spe a specific night, like, the night that I admitted to myself that I was a woman um, and, like, knew that there was no going back from that. Like, I could have gone back from that, and I think I would have lived a life of regret. Mm. And I, I I think, like, in the what if of the multiverse of it all, like, I don't think that's a path that anyone wants to be on of, like, no. having lived a life looking back and saying, what if I hadn't, like, lied to myself or, mm. or like, whatever. You know, I, I don't think, like, it doesn't have to look the same for anyone, but... um if you're thinking about it enough, it's worth pursuing. Like, I, yeah. I've been thinking about my, like, being trans, like, every single day for the last two years. And it's like, if you feel like, you know, you could push a button and, like, you know, feminize your face or, like, you know, whatever. Like, do all the things that you need to do. Right. Like, if like, I was Wanda and I had the dark it and I could go to a different universe where, like, I started HRT when I was, like... <laughs> Four years and old, I'm snatched, honey, baby. Honey, that that other person is like, you know, we are we are yeah. burying you Huge under tits. We are burying you back. under that bunker with Professor X and yeah. snapping your neck. My hairline snatched. My eyes, mm. yeah. Um, wow, how did this discussion about like the popcorn movie of the summer turn into like me, <laughs> um, a, a very like? Uh, you let know, me tell you, it was of my tender design. discussion of, of gender. It was of my design, babe. I knew exactly what I was doing. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, my ghost ship was not chasing my ex-boyfriend to a shitty state school. 
um, which I I'm, wish I'm glad I, you I didn't wish, do that. No, I did do it, and I wish oh. I hadn't. <laughs> that is my ghost ship. We'll be back next week with a discussion on Lord of the Rings. So please watch all the extended editions of every Lord of the Rings movie. Mm-hmm. And tell us what you want us to talk about next, whether it's um, a book, a movie, a TV show, a cultural phenomenon, an album. Uh, we want to hear from you. You can call us to confess at 323-PENANCE or slide into our DMs or tag us in something through our Finsta, Like a Virgin 42069. And make sure you follow, duh. I'm your co-host, Rose Damu. You can find me anywhere you want on social media at Rose Damu. And I am Fran Tirado. You can find me at Friends Squish Co. on all social as well. Subscribe to Like a Virgin anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on Spotify or a review on Apple Podcasts. Like a Virgin is an iHeartRadio production. Our producer is Phoebe Unter with support from Lindsay Hoffman, Julian Weller, Jess Krainchich, and Nikki Etorik. Until next week, see you later, virgins. WandaVision, WandaVision. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and P&G's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.